Pulp MX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please play Pulp MX Fantasy. Uh, sign up for next year at some point and uh, play week to week if you want. And uh, we're going to go through how we did last week at Southwick. I did not get a 699, folks. I did not repeat the magical year of 2017. And uh, we'll look ahead to Redbud this weekend. We've got a couple of interesting guys that are signing up, and it should ensure some debate. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for, uh, thanks for playing all year. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out Pulpamex uh, Trends and Picks on Pulpamex.com. Call them as well if you want to look at it on paper. Uh, we'll go through our results, talk about how we did, what we're going to do, and uh, going forward from here. Thank you to ProTaper, ProTaper.com, for making this podcast happen. Drive and control components used by Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky, a couple of titles with the folks at ProTaper as well. Uh, whether it's the micro bar, whether it's the uh, ev- the first bar without a crossbar, remember that thing way back in the day, to what they have now, ProTaper can be trusted to provide benchmark products that continue to set the uh, industry on fire and for all others to follow. Uh, FlyRacing.com as well. We thank the folks at Fly Racing uh, always stepping up. You can win a set of gear for the year-end prizes for those guys. F2 helmet, the gloves, the pants, jersey, boots. FlyRacing.com has got you covered head to toe. And uh, if you're into mountain bikes, please check out the FlyRacing.com mountain bike line uh, that they have on there or go to your local dealer Scream and yell that you want Fly Racing, and they will hook it up. And we're going to do the 100% Goggles Lead Pipe Lock of the Week on this show. And uh, we thank the folks at 100%, the official goggle of Pulp MX Fantasy and premier athletes around the world, uh, riders like Marvin Muskan, who just won Southwick, using 100% Goggles. Cooper Webb is back using 100% Goggles. And the entire Yamaloop Star Racing team rely exclusively on 100% Goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions. Use the code PULP18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Ride100percent.com. Casual apparel and accessories. And use the code PULP18 to save. With those guys, we thank them for doing that. And also, too, uh, thanks to Kawasaki, man. Uh, giving away three bikes this year. And uh, great guys. And uh, turn the competition green with envy with Kawasaki. All right. Uh, let's get into this and uh, talk about how we did and uh, everything else. First up, well, I'm Steve Mathis. First up on the line from flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas, who had a very good weekend. JT, what's up? Well, this is uh, this is one of those weeks where I get to be in a good mood on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I really only have only have one rider to complain about, and I will save my ire for uh, when we get into that. But uh, yeah, much 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 better week. Moved up in the standings. I actually didn't have a terrible Saturday night, which has happened to me in a while. Because usually it ruins my whole day. The rest of my day is just a complete shitbox after a really bad fantasy day. All right, yeah, we know you you are greatly affected by this. Um, let's look at our rank last round too, if you guys want to dig that up um, as mm-hmm. far or overall rank. Let's go overall rank for the year as well. Uh, Dan Truman from Athena and Get, what's up, Dan? How are you? Uh, not too bad. Like JT, I, I had a pretty good Saturday. I went fifty fifty on lap leaders. I feel like that's that's pretty solid. Um, can I Me too. Just, I just yeah. didn't do any, either of them. 
I, uh, yeah, I had Roxon and, and Amart, and, um, yeah, Kenny let a lap. So, yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. I am turning into Dan Truman, everybody. I have picked lap leaders two weeks in a row in one class, and I have gotten them wrong two weeks in a row. I will now go back to my theory of never picking lap leaders again. So uh, I'm turning into Dan Truman, unfortunately. I went lap leader, uh, Justin Cooper. And he was second, I think, in first moto. But uh, no go. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I will, uh, I will have lost 15 points from that. Uh, I got uh, Last week I got 481. JT, how'd you do? I got 529. Yeah, that's big, a good big job. Five spot on the board. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Dan? 523. 523, that's good. I think Paul got 460. 463, I think. 463. Yeah, he, he, he had a rough, uh, he had Justin Bogle. We can just throw that out there. He had a rough go. <laughs> he was not happy with Justin Bogle after the race. Um, but, uh, all right, I am overall ranked 294. Dan? 441. JT? I'm 400 on the dot. All right. So I'm uh I think Paul's higher than me, actually, overall ranking. But uh, JT made up some spots. You were yeah, way I'm back. Uh, I didn't get a 699 day. I did not get a 699 day like I did last year. Oh, wow. Series doesn't start till Southwick, boys. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, all right. Let's get into who we picked and everything else from Southwick, of course. We talked about this on our podcast uh, last week, there were a lot of guys we didn't have on the entry forms, guys who showed up later. Locals did well at Southwick, so it's a real difficult race to pick from. And uh, it was, once again, high scores, of course, again, like uh, like we said. The high, was, the high score was 602. So good job to that guy or girl who got 602. All right, 250 class. Highest score was James Weeks, Jordan, then Jordan Bailey, then Joshua Pryor, 80, 76, and 76. Pick trend, zero people. Picked Joshua Pryor, thirteen percent for Jordan Bailey and only seven percent for James Weeks. So, not uh, not very um, high picks trend. There was there was somebody that picked Josh Pryor. He just didn't make a percentage. His he wasn't you know that one oh, person isn't was, enough to yeah, yeah, yeah. cause a percent. Yeah, right. true. I, be, I believe the guy who won actually had Josh Pryor. Uh, good job to that guy. Uh, all right, <laughs> yeah. I had Colt Nichols. I went Colt Nichols, seventy-two points. Thank you, Colt. Uh, I wasn't sure on uh, his speed last week coming back, but I thought he was pretty good at Muddy Creek uh, coming back. So I'm like, yeah, you know, he's actually pretty surprising, I think, so far. So I went with Cole Nichols, 72. Dylan Ferrandez was my next guy. He was a minus three handicap. And I said, I don't care. I looked at his results last year, and uh, I said, give me that minus three. And uh, 64 points. So uh, he was good for sixth overall out of all riders. So I'll take that. Uh, My next guy was Moseman who qualified well, if you guys remember. I think he was 7th or 8th in qualifying. And, uh, yeah, Mosman was my guy. 54 points. Not that good. Not, I mean, not terrible. But, uh, he, you know, he, he fought from the back in both motos. I was keeping an eye on him. So Mosman was 54 points. And my all-star, and I said it last week, was Alex Martin at a 3, and he got me 50 points. Amart's very good at, um, at Southwick. I had three. The highest pick trend was Jimmy Dakotas, which we'll get into with JT, at 37%. And I had the next three guys, Nichols, Amart, and Ferrandis, uh, were the next three guys. I had them all. Mosman was only 11. And that's two weeks in a row that I basically, in the 250 class, my pick trend, I have picked the riders that have been in the very top of the pick trend. I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm following the leader there. So, uh, all right. And then the uh, lap leaders were McElrath and Forkner. 
We put the uh, LL signs with a circle next to their names in the results. So good job for Marks for doing that. Okay, 450Y Southwick. This is where didn't quite do as well. Um, so Chris Canning got 100 points, local dude. And I picked him at Muddy Creek. And I, I think he got scored pretty good points at Muddy Creek. And I was thinking, like, ah, his handicap's not going to be that much different. or it, I mean, it's going to be different. So I'll take him now. And it only moved a little bit. And I should have saved him. I, I really should have thought that th thing through. But I, I did not. Top two points, uh, max points, Lucercio and Canning, 100 each. Only 13% pick trend on Lorenzo and 38% pick trend on Canning. So a lot of you people saved him uh, for um, Southwick, which is his home track. I had Ryan Dowd. Uh, he was next at 90 points, 21% pick trend. Uh, Ryan Dowd was part of my 699 team last year, so I was picking him again. The next guy was Brandon Leith at 86, Jeremy Smith at 78, Robbie Marshall at 70. Robbie Marshall had a 47% pick trend. I stayed away from him uh, because I had heard from two local guys that he hadn't ridden much. He didn't have 20 minutes in him or whatever, and I just was like, okay. I know it was uh, I know it was his time to do well. He's been on and off each year. JT, you've chronicled that. And uh, yep. it was time for his on year, but I still stayed away. I shouldn't have. Uh, I did pick Joey Crown. Josh Woods was all over Joey Crown as a pick, like all over him. And he was riding a 350. He was 16 handicap. And the first moto, he was terrible. And then he was so tired at the end of the first moto. I was so mad at Woodrow. But he redeemed himself with that second moto. I think he got a 13th or something. Uh, so Joey Crown was 58 points. Tristan Lane, 58 points. Another local dude. Uh, started dead last in the first moto. Worked his way up. So I went with I went with Tristan Lane. Another local. I think he got my 699 last year. And uh, I think Tristan Lane lives in Florida, I thought. Maybe not. Oh, okay. All right, I thought he was local. Um, and my all-star was Baggett. Blake Baggett, a four handicap. Uh, give me that all day long. Uh, he got 50 points, so I maxed out on my two all-stars, which is what you want to do. Uh, as I said, pick trend. Marshall, Canning, Muscan was 32% pick trend. Barsha, Bogle, Ryan Dowd. Uh, Eli Tomac's pick trend was um, – it's getting uh, – where is he on here? It was getting kind of low. Uh, oh, he was a 13% pick trend. He's a minus one, so there's not a lot of room for error for Eli. Uh, but that is the uh, my picks from Southwick. Dan, we'll start with you next. Who'd you have? Well, Steve, I was at a garage sale on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you are. That's usually my team on Saturday. <laughs> Dan, you are, and, uh, you, are, you are moving some merchandise, Dan, right now. Yeah, and uh, Saturday was garage sale day, so I struggled a bit on picks. I had about 20 minutes to go. And uh, the garage sale boss was yelling, and it started raining. And I was like, hey, listen, i got to pick my team. So I reached out to a couple friends, and um, I went pretty safe in 250. Like you, I, I had the third, uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth top pick trends. Yeah. I had Colt Nichols, who I just believe coming off a bad race, I thought he would just be better. Um, and he was. So that was good. Dylan Ferrandez. Uh, he was good, like you. I looked at last year's results, and um, I think that you know, if had he got a good start, he may go one-one on the day. So um, I was happy with that. <clears throat> My third guy was McAdoo. Uh, I was mad at myself for not picking him at Muddy Creek, and then um, you know he got 62 points. He crashed in the second moto, but that still was a pretty good out of those three. Where I lost it was I had Alex Martin to lead a lap, 
And all week I said R.J. Hampshire is good in the sand, and he was my all-star. And for some reason I picked Justin Cooper, um, who's probably never been to Southwick in his life. I don't know why. Uh, maybe right, he'd been there once. He start. said went on 60s or something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So never been there in his life, essentially. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> and, you, uh, were, you were all over R.J. on our pod yeah. on, on Wednesday. <sighs> I'm not kidding. I was in the pouring rain making my pick, so I will blame that. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Cooper, he had that crash, so he only got 27 points. And when you lose that many with your all-star, I think that, you know, you struggle a bit. On my 450 team, I did good. I had LaCrucio. Again, I had pretty pretty top picks. I think a lot of people had these same guys. I had LaCrucio. I had Ryan Dowd. Justin Barsha, who's good in the sand, he got a uh, max points, and then uh, like you, Woods Woodrow was in that text with me and you, yeah, and he was all over Crown. He was right, like he was very convincing. And I was out on Crown all along. I was like, well, his home track is Redbud. He's going to be really good at Redbud if he races next weekend. But he's not. And he's not. Which he's not. Yeah. But I'm thinking that, and I was, and he's on a 350. He has dirt digit numbers. There was like so many things against him. <laughs> dirt digit numbers. <laughs> He did. He did. And, uh, and then the first moto, he just was terrible. And I was like, well, there's a zero for the day. And then yeah. the second moto, it was like somebody else rode his bike. It was kind of, it was kind of incredible. Dan, he but, was uh, so tired in that first moto. I'm like, there is zero chance this second moto is going to go well. Like, I'm like, oh, no. But, yeah, I agree. I and mean, there was a few guys that I looked at, the Jeremy Smith, but Jeremy Smith just hadn't put two motos together this year, and it's hard to go off past years. Uh, obviously, we all know Robbie Marshall, and, and uh, I believe JT took him. I just I know maybe too much about Robbie Marshall. To take him. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like that's the problem, and uh, I just I physically couldn't. I was like, I'll just gamble on somebody else. The local, the locals scared me off Robbie Marshall. They really did. The locals scared me off of him. And well, Dan, I think anybody that knows him yeah. or knows him good will will say that yeah, he has been riding, but yeah. he's just too good in the sand. Uh, Dan, you you pick Canning like me at Muddy Creek, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I did, and yeah. and. You know, obviously we help with the handicaps, and we thought that he would be a little bit better at Muddy Creek, and his handicap did drop. But even if his handicap would have dropped to, say, from an 18 to a 13, it wouldn't have mattered. He would have still got max points. So um, in in the overall scheme of things, though, he did good at Muddy Creek, too. He did. So he yeah. got, like, six highest points. So uh, the goal is to pick the best guy you can each weekend, you know, and yeah. I tried to do that at Muddy Creek. So uh, JT, let's uh, let's go to you, and uh, if you want to start with your worst guy in 250s and explain your anger of that, or do you want to start on a high note? Well, there's a gentleman that goes by the name of uh, The Ripper mm-hmm. or Jimmy D, mm-hmm. if you're not into the, the whole uh, nickname thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where to get started with this. For me, Dakotas, this was a great chance for him to make a statement. Uh, you know, he he's never really done well outdoors. He came off a pretty good ride at Muddy Creek. I believe he was 12th overall. So things were looking up, even though, you know, his, his Suzuki is a little long in the tooth, we'll say. So coming in, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about Jimmy D. He's on my preliminary team, which is always subject to change. Puts in a pretty good practice time. So, yep, let's lock that in. Mm-hmm. My real big concern here was that, uh, you know, the, the Suzuki has been rumored to be underpowered. I don't think that's – I don't think we're giving away trade secrets there. I was worried he wouldn't be able to get a good start. Yeah. And he would no, be, yeah. Yeah, he'd be yeah, mired in the pack right. and then, you know, eat sand, and then that just turns into a lackluster result. Oh, no. He comes out 
<laughs> ripping through the first turn, and he's he's trying to go for the lead. He's, he's in second, third. He's in second for like a couple laps, and third. Yeah, no, yeah. not a couple laps. By the end of the first lap, uh, he's starting to move backwards, and unfortunately for Jimmy D, they had the uh, the cameras on him as he marched to the back, and I was I. I didn't have to watch the timing to see where he was getting past. I could watch it on TV, and he Jimmy, was just getting past up the hill. Jimmy, for the record, Jimmy D was second the first two laps, according to the lap chart. He was second. Okay. Well, it's, it seemed a lot worse than that because when I was watching, he was getting past on the uphills. He was getting past on the downhills. <laughs> he was getting past around the outside. He was getting past up the inside. And I'm not really sure what was happening, but it was only four or five laps in, so there's no way he was tired. Uh, but he continuously moved to the back. Then he crashed. Then he got up. Then he moved back some more. And, yeah, that was just not what I had in mind. Not at all. I think he got 20th the first moto, maybe? Uh, yeah, 20th. Yep. Yep. So second moto, uh, pretty much more of the same until about halfway. And then he decided to take it to the, uh, the Auto Trader JGR truck. Well, so. he damaged his radiator. It was, he was puking out uh, coolant. And they were trying to pull him off. And then his bike blew up. Yeah, he damaged my fantasy team, too. Uh, 37% pick trend for Jimmy D. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'll take some credit. I should have known better. He's never done well at Southwick. It just hasn't gone well for, you know, it should for by all, you know, everything you, you know about him and the race and mm-hmm. what he should be able to ride well. And he's best friends with Robbie Marshall and blah, blah, blah. But it just doesn't work. So let that be a lesson to me. Uh, so, yeah, that went poorly. The rest of my team on both sides, 250 and 450, it went, went pretty well, obviously, with the 529. So, James Weeks, I had the best pick of the day. He's a Florida kid. Uh, if, if you live in South Florida, you ride sand because you really don't have a choice. And you ride in a million degrees Fahrenheit because you really don't have a choice. Right. So, I knew this would be a good opportunity for James Weeks to to put some points uh, not only on my fantasy team but also um, into his uh, national number efforts. So he was the highest pick of the day, as we said. Um, so, yeah, I, I had some insight there. But I also, growing up and, and just dealing with that my whole life, I knew he would do pretty well. Colt Nichols I had. Um, I didn't know how it would go. I figured he was good enough to be top 14 both motos. I was just hoping he would continue to take steps forward, and he did. Uh, he went 8-8. It was pretty solid. Um, he looked like he was in pretty good shape, too. He really didn't fade any, so I was happy with it. My la- And my last guy was Amart, and uh, basically the same reasons um, as what Steve said. He's just he's solid. I, I didn't see... Anyway, he was not going to get top three overall. He was getting top three overall there before he was really even a championship contender. So, um, yeah, he even with the crash with Forkner, still 50 points. So, solid day for Amart. Uh, my 450 team, um, once again, solid. I didn't have the best pick of the day. I didn't have a uh, – wait, let me ch- actually update this. I did. Sorry, I had um, I had the top two. I, had, I was looking at the wrong column. So, I had Lorenzo and I had Chris Canning. So, I had uh, – the top two picks possible. Um, the canning thing, which you guys covered a little bit, I I wanted him at Southwick no matter what, and I was actually hoping he would do terribly at Muddy Creek, just have an off day. He didn't, but even with a 16 handicap, it didn't matter. So I got a little bit fortunate there. I, I tried to play it safe um, and wait for Southwick, which was a little scary, but he came through. So I'll take the 100 I'll, even with uh, missing out at Muddy Creek. I'll tell you guys what. Uh, Lorenzo... What was his handicap? What did it go from Muddy Creek? He went DNF, DNF. His bike broke. Ten. So what? what no, it was a ten at Southwick. But what was it at Muddy Creek? Do you remember? 
Oh, seven. Okay. Like, he was actually riding pretty well at Muddy Creek. That, not picking him was a terrible mistake. Like, I don't know why I didn't. He was it was moved up. You know what I mean? At a seven, okay, I get it. But oh man, at a ten, I don't know what I was thinking. Looking back, I I didn't know he'd go seven seven. But at a ten handicap for a guy that's actually been right around ten to twelfth place, that was yep. dumb. Should have picked him. Well, and he, I, for me, it was I looked at his results last year on the two fifty, and he went ten twelve. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, man, he's riding so well. All he practices in his sand. This should be a, this should be a super good weekend for him. And seven seven was not what I was expecting. But if he would have went eleven eleven and still got me a hundred points, I would have not been shocked at all. So I almost good. pulled off Lucrucio off my team with like five minutes to go. Woods texted me and said, hey, they're putting big tanks on all the Hondas. They're scared about running out of gas on the four fifties and. Lucrucio didn't have a tank, a big tank. And even like Heath Harrison got a big tank and all the privateers were putting on big tanks. And I'm texting Lucrucio like, hey, go find the tank. <laughs> and he's not writing me back. And I was literally trying to pull him off. And I was like, the whole moto, I'm just expecting him to do, pull off on the last lap because he runs out of gas. And uh, Steve, luckily he didn't run that. He didn't run Steve, out of if gas. You want to know, if you want to know how Dan works, he texted our group, text that at, uh, at 101 local time. <laughs> Damn. No, Damn. That's so. true. That's true. One oh one local time. My, well, Curcio is going to run out of gas in that big tank. I I I wondered about that. I know Cody Cooper got one too from the Honda guys, but then my Honda guy was like, "Nah, we should be good. They should be fine." I'm like, "Okay." Then why are you giving out tanks? <laughs> yeah, you get a tank. You get a, get a tank. tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like Cody yeah. Cooper got one and a factory one. I don't know what those other guys got, but I'm just like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So continuing on, yes. um, I had Ryan Dowd on my team. I was bouncing him on and off, but I just couldn't find a spot for him. I knew I wanted Robbie Marshall. I was just, I'm not, I'm going to ride and die with Robbie Marshall. I just will not quit him. Um, that's a long and well-publicized situation between myself and Robbie Marshall on fantasy. Um, and then, so I had, I knew Lorenzo was going to make it no matter what. He was a shoe in for me. Then Canning I had to go with because I, I skipped him on Muddy Creek, and if I would have not picked him, then I would have just completely shit the bed. Why would I, why would I have not picked him on Muddy yeah. Creek, right? So I had yeah. to pick him. And then with Robbie Marshall, being once I decided I'm, I'm never quitting Robbie Marshall, then I didn't have a spot for him. And I, I knew he would kill it. I was just hoping that he and uh, that Robbie Marshall and Ryan Dowd would at least come out somewhat even, and then I could, it wouldn't really matter. But uh, lo and behold, Ryan Dowd gets, gets 90. So I, I left 20 points on the board there, but whatever. It's just you got to pick somebody. So good job for him. Uh, Leith I had at Muddy Creek, so I couldn't pick. But uh, So I had three out of the top uh, six, so that was pretty good. And then I had uh, I had Ken Roxon as my as my um, all star, and I just I didn't think he would do all that well. But being a four, uh, I was like, all right, I'll take it. You know, he's going to be top five overall, which is exactly what happened. He got fifth overall. Just knowing where the pack is, I knew that he would beat you know the top six. Like he Benny's not going to beat him. Those those guys aren't going to beat him. So um, he got exactly you know what I needed out of him with a fifth. It got me fifty points. So. Overall, 529 for the day, pretty solid. You know, if, if Jimmy D does what I think even he expected himself to do, man, it would have been fantastic. So, um, But I just need days like that. I need to string some of these together and get back in the mix. All right. Thanks to uh, Kawasaki, 100% Pro Taper Fly Racing on the show. Again, 
Uh, go to Ride 100%. Type in Pulp 18 to save at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Pulp Fantasy uh, sponsors also. Uh, thank you to all those guys, Michelin and BTO and Pit Posse and Fly and NFAB and Athena and Pro Taper and so on and so forth. For uh, Red Bud, we are going to give away a Brock Tickle A-Star jersey. So, yes, Tickle is uh, no longer racing right now, but uh, it is an Alpine Star jersey from Brock Tickle, so it's very rare. And uh, it could be rarer for even more reasons than that uh, going forward from here, depending on what happens to Brock. Uh, all right, so Red Bud, this weekend we got a – Again, we got entries coming in, um, so please check the site Friday tomorrow. Uh, we'll we'll update it and keep it keep it uh, updated. So, uh, two fifty wise red bud, Dylan Ferrandis. I can't pick him, uh, but he's a minor. He's <laughs> he's moved one. At what point at a negative four non all star Dan is Ferrandis not pickable? Tough because I still think he's on the podium, dude. Right? And, um, yes. And in the 250 class, the picks are getting tough. And you see, last week out of minus three, he still scored 62 points uh, with a, uh, I would say, kind of a off first moto. Mm-hmm. So if he was to go two two or one one, that's still top five overall points. So I think if you can pick Ferrandez, you still pick him. You do, um, yeah, yeah. For me, obviously, we'll get into the lock of the week, but it's got to be Jimmy D. Um, J- uh, JT Ferrandez at a four. I don't think so. No? I don't think – I mean, it's not a bad pick. Right. But if the highest points you can score, you know, is 30 a moto, I don't, I don't love that. Or 32 a moto, I guess it would be. Mm-hmm. That's not the greatest ceiling for me. What I'm scared of is a moto like Muddy Creek's first moto where he just has a crash or something stupid happens. You just get burnt. You when get you, fried when because you of – When you pick Yep. Him. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm, I know a lot of people are going to pick him, and I'm not saying it's terrible. And he probably gets, if I had to guess, you know, gun to my head, he probably scores about 55 to 60 on the weekend is what I would guess. Um, that's not a bad weekend. I just think there might be a potential to go higher than that. Joey Savacci, double points, non-all-star. He's so a scary. One. God, yeah. so scary. What do you? It's th- tough. Joey's had three DNFs, you know, in the last, since Thunder Valley. Obviously, you know, Thunder Valley wasn't his fault, but um, he hasn't been great. Uh, he had his best moto in the second moto at Southwick in a long time since uh, Glen Helen. So Joey's tough. He's tenth in points. I don't, I don't love it. He's on my team right now, but I don't love it. Um, Dakotas, huh? One hundred percent lead pipe block of the week. I think so. I really? think coming Not for off me. The, uh, <laughs> JD, you would pick him at an eight if you could. I think. Uh, dude, not after what I saw last week. No, I think I'm out. Yeah, dude. I, I'm. But, I, but he was good at Muddy Creek. Well, I mean, did he just have? Did he put too much pressure on himself with the home race? And I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't. I don't that's enough for me. Um, he was good at. He was good at Muddy Creek, though. Like I know, I but get. I'm still out. Done. Hold on. See ya. When you say he was good at Muddy Creek, I'm pulling it up right now. What I are think we... he got 12th overall. I think he got 12th best, in a moto. His best of his career, that's all I know. Um, Hold on. He scored 60 fantasy points at Muddy Creek. I mean, that's, yeah, but, that's good, but it's not like, oh, my 100% lead pipe block of the week material. Yeah, he's an 8, though. You're right. Maybe not. I mean, Enzo Lopes is back, too. He's a nine. Uh, Lopes it, is back is, this week. Is he back for sure? I, I haven't heard, but he, he been posting on social media that he was racing. So uh, I, I mean, thought he put. I thought he put Redbud with a praying symbol, Dan. 
Uh, like I'm praying for Redbud. I don't know. I thought he said see you at Redbud. I don't. Okay. I can't keep up with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just text Lorenzo and get a tank for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm worried. Uh, Jimmy D is not my 100% lead pipe block of the week. No chance. Uh, I'll go. Well, Hartraft is out, right? Shoulder. He's going to be out for a few few races, probably at least. I, I think he'd be a little bit. I like. I, I don't know if it's a lock of the week, but Chase Sexton at a minus one. Uh, he's. He's been better, and uh, it's just not – I wish it was going to be hot, and he's in really good shape. But I, I think he scores a lot of points this weekend. You know who I think is my lead pipe block of the week? Let's go uh, – What? It, what? It, what? It, what's McAdoo? A three? Three. Yeah. Give me Give me McAdoo. You're drunk. I picked McAdoo, I, I picked McAdoo here last year. He went DNF, DNF. Yep, sure did. Yeah, well, whatever. He had problems. He's better this year. Um. Yeah, dude. I don't Your wed pipe walk of the week is McAdoo at a three. Well, somebody's is Jimmy D at an eight. All right, you're high. You are high. Um. Or maybe Mel Ross a nine. I actually like that Mel Ross one a little bit. He's Sexton yeah. minus one. Uh, Sexton. Yeah, Sexton's a better. Sexton's the best pick on here. I think. Is his home track? Yeah. Mm, not Jimmy D. That is a terrible lead pipe walk of the week. Let me just say that. I'll, uh, I'll go Sexton, though. I, I like Sexton. I think the. I think you can pick Jimmy D, though. I think he's definitely pickable at an eight. What about Savachi at a one? He's, right now, my team is Savachi, Sexton, Jimmy D, and AP at a, is my all-star. That's my team right now on a Thursday. Uh, let's talk all-star a little bit. Who do you like, JT? Uh, Dan likes AP at a three. I think I'm going to go Justin Cooper at a seven. Yeah. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to go with that being an outlier, weirdo race. For sure. Um, for for sure him to be top seven overall, I think is pretty safe. Yeah, I agree. I don't know about AP right now. He's, he's riding. I mean, he got a podium in the first moto, but. Yeah, but these are these next two rounds he's done really poorly at. Um, he, I think last year he went 6, 10, 10, 11 at the next two races last year. So whatever's going on at Red Bull at Millville, he, he's in a pretty vulnerable spot. Yeah. Yeah, give me uh, give me Justin Cooper at that seven for sure. All star. Marchbanks is back. He's a four. You got to look at that. Um, he wouldn't be coming back. Mitch wouldn't let him back if he wasn't ready. And uh, he was inside the top ten pretty much every moto that he raced this year. So I think that could be a good pick. You liked Marchbanks so at a four over McAdoo at a three. I think I do yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you got to think he wouldn't be back unless he was feeling it, right? Unless he was. But his times were good. Don't pick Eli Tomac. Somehow T- Tomac's listed in two fifties, not racing. Um, we'll, we'll fix that. Uh, what else? Anything else? What about locals or higher higher guys, higher higher ranked guys like Mitchell Harrison was great here last year, so keep an eye on him. Yeah, third in a moto, right? Yeah, second, I think. Second, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a three right now. Mel Ross. He, he was a high point scorer at Southwick too. Harrison was. Uh, now, Lorenz, uh, Lorenz um, um, Luke Resland uh, knocked himself out in practice, and I would guess he's racing Red Bud. Um, he went to an 11 after Southwick. Thoughts on Luke Resland at an 11? I'm out. I, I, he hasn't finished a moto yet, the three races they've been to, right? Um, no, he's finished, but. Not good. Uh, yeah, it's been a little bit of a rough start. You're right about that. Yep. 
Yes. Uh, if he puts in two solid practices, like, and he's all good, like good lap times the whole time through, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I think I would be in. Yeah, Tennessee didn't go well for him. And high point, he got 10th in one moto or 11th in one moto. So, um, Yeah, I mean, you, you could look at him. I don't know that there will be as many locals like there was at Southwick, obviously. But there will be some people added to the list. Obviously, we'll get to the 450 list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the 250 class, the only person that is back is March Banks. Possibly Enzo Lopes. We're not sure on that. But um, right now, on a Thursday, if you had to pick, it's tough. You know, about, I don't think there's a 90-point scorer out there. Yeah, what about Weeks? Too too low now at a 13? He's been consistently doing really well in Pulp Fantasy. I picked him at Muddy Creek, and JT picked him at Southwick, and you picked him at High Point, and, and we've all done well with him. So yeah. I think you can pick him at a 13. I, I just He's not going to get you max points, but I don't think anybody's going to get max points in the 250 class. Where, where do you think yeah. on Weeks, JT? Uh, not a bad pick. I mean, if yeah. he continues to trend from last week, he's going to get you, you know, decent points. Uh, you may get 50 or 60 out of him on the weekend. Uh, but I think the value may have already been sucked out of him a little bit. Yeah. Ryan, when's Ryan Sipe start racing? Oh, he told me. Uh, it's not – I don't think it's Red Bud. No, it's it's Buds in Indiana. And I, I don't know. I don't think it was Red Bud. Okay. So, uh, damn it, I should have known. What, do you like him at a 14 if he if he's racing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, he's racing. Uh, for people who don't know, he's going to ride Osborne's bike. He's not a 125 anymore. So. Yeah, I mean, he, he's on a legit bike on a team. He's in shape. I think that uh, I'd pick him at a 14. Yeah, I think he's, I want to say Millville or something. I don't think it's this weekend. But keep an eye on that, everybody. Ryan Sipes is going to be on Osborne's bike for the Rockstar team. Um, all right, well, give me your team right now, Dan. My team right now, Joey Savacci at a 1, Chase Sexton at a minus 1, Jimmy Dakotas an 8, and you guys are scaring me on AP, so I switched him out for Jordan Smith at a 7. I'll go Cooper at a 7, all-star. Give me March Banks at a 4. You're absolutely right. When he's been there, he's, he's run well. Sexton, minus 1, and Savacci. I will go on the Savacci train again, everybody. Strap Can in. Can you pick a lap, lap leader for me? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm done with that. Who should I pick? Uh, Justin Cooper. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll click that. <laughs> what number is he? i got to find his number here. Uh, uh, he's 62. Um, JT, give me your four. I'm going to go Cooper as my all-star. And I will go... Uh, let's go Melross, Sexton. I'm having a hard time picking a fourth. Um, maybe Van Martin... Maybe Savachi. It'll be one of those two, probably. I'm so scared of Savachi, though. Every time I, every time I watch him, I'm just waiting for him to pop up on the screen, and we scream about Savachi down, and it usually happens. So, I, uh, could dude, be Rensland too. I mean, Rensland's the third option. It's round seven, so we're already down the road a little bit. But Joey's got to pay off here, dude. He has to. He's tenth in points. But it's inevitable. If you're watching the race, it's like you're just waiting for it to flash to the screen. Savachi down. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, thanks to 100%. Thanks to Fly Racing, Pro Taper, and, of course, the folks at Kawasaki for all they do for us uh, uh, on the Pulp Fantasy site and, and um, for this podcast as well. Uh, please visit those guys. And Pulp18 at checkout on ride100%.com. 
ProTaper.com, of course. Uh, you'll be seeing ProTaper with Sipes on the Rockstar Husky team. Uh, FlyRacing.com, Blake Baggett, Weston Pike. Weston Pike was not happy with the locals last weekend. That was great. He was very angry. Um, and thanks to uh, all those guys for helping us out. So, all right, 450s, Red Bud. So we don't have him on the list, but a big argument on our group text about Jake Nichols from England. He's racing. Uh, a Honda for uh, Colton Fasciati's practice bike brought suspension over. He got third overall in Canada about uh, two months ago, went six two for third overall, crash in the first moto. Um, and he is going to be there in racing. And we don't quite know what his handicap's going to be yet. Still under discussion. But to me, if he's if he's seven or higher, I'm taking him. All day. I think we decided it was going to be a seven, no? Did, did, yeah, we, did we? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a seven. All right, that's my 100% lead pipe block of the week, Jake Nichols. Stamp it and then break your mouse off. That's it. <laughs> Don't even bother. Like, smash your computer screen after you pick them because you will not go back. Give me that seven all day. Jake Nichols, everybody. No? You guys aren't a soul, yeah. huh? No. I'm not a soul. All right. Well, you. I think he's pickable. Yeah, but I'm not. I've never seen the guy ride. So for one, Uh, you will see. That would be silly. You will see. Um, Jake Nichols. Yep, pick him. Uh, what's your 100 percent lead pipe block of the week, JT? uh, While we're there. My lead pipe block of the week. Um, man, it's tough because I don't think any of these are just you know, jump off the page, but I've got to think Bogle's better. I, I mean, that was unbelievably bad for him to hole shot and end up 18th and 20th. Like, it just can't get much worse than that. So I've got to think he's going to be better. Uh, he's a handicap five. I mean, he's got to be one of the top 15 guys in that class. Has to be, man. <laughs> Look at the depth of it right now. I just, I'm going to go with Bogle, but I'm talking myself into it. It's just mind-boggling that he was that bad last weekend. JT, the 100% lead pipe lock of the week is somebody that you're going to pick and break your computer screen, like Jake Nichols. Well, I'm probably going to break my computer screen about Bogle. What's going to happen? You've got to be convinced. You you don't sound like you're convinced. I'm not convinced by anybody in this class. I think we did a really good job of handicapping it, so I don't think there are any just that jump off the page. Um, Dan, 100% lead pipe lock of the week. I really like Chase Marquier. I know he burned JT for some reason, but in Colorado when I picked him, he was really good. Uh, top 15, you know, both motos before the red flag. And, and then uh, I just don't know what happened when JT picked him last time. <laughs> Something what the really hell bad. was he doing out there, Dan? <laughs> Something really bad happened. So, I mean, I can't make him my lock of the week because I, I need to find out more info. Well, I would go with Justin Bogle. Uh, I agree with what JT said. There's just no way he does that bad again. I don't know what happened. He's been riding for months. Uh, on his social media, he posted on May 2nd that he was riding again. Uh, that's a pretty long time. And, uh, yeah, I, I pick Bogle. He, um, he's on my team right now. Keep an eye on Marquet. Last I heard, he couldn't get into the race. He didn't enter, and they were full. So, okay. well, yeah. Maybe he won't be on my team. Yeah, keep an eye on Marquet. I don't know if they'll bend the rules or they'll find a spot for him. or I don't know how that will work, but that's the latest of what I heard. So he, They should give him Jake Nichols' spot. Stop it. You, sh- you hush your mouth. Um, he has a national number. He should. Well, if you don't enter in time, you don't enter in time. Beat it. That's how they, I feel. They let people sign up the day of the race. Well, they, they must cap it at 100 or something, I heard. I don't know. There, um, is, a guy number, there is a guy number 999 signed up, so it's possible. Uh. Alex Ray is back at a six. 
He is a privateer now. Him and his dad out of a van. Yes or no, yeah, Alex? Down Ray. by the river? Probably. Yes or no? No. No? No. Out of six? Okay. All no. Right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Um, picked him at a six, as a six as your lock of the week at his home track, and he didn't pay off. I know. You want us you, on a factory bike? You want us to pick him at a six out of a van? I don't want you to pick him. I'm asking <laughs> your opinion. I'm, not, I'm asking your opinion. Well, I want to let our listeners know that he's back. Don't be surprised by our answer is no. Uh, you know who actually might be a really good pick is Cody Cooper. He did nothing at Southwick. Uh, maybe he's just not a sand guy. Uh, what are you talking about? He almost beat Stu at Southwick. <laughs> what? That was Unadilla. And Southwick, bro. He got second at Southwick. Well, he had a terrible Southwick this year. And so his handicap went up. He didn't have a great Muddy Creek either, but he killed it at high point. Maybe Cody Cooper might be better this weekend. Um, he's a six, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Curcio was killed it, obviously, with four, four uh, with 100 points. He's now a four. I don't recommend that, JT, right, at a four? Not enough? I'm going to say no. I don't think it's horrible. Because I do think he'll be right around tenth, mm-hmm. but I think there might be some better picks. So if you if you just can't find anything, I think it's a pretty good pick because I think he's really solid. Even if he crashes, he's going to come back and get top fourteen. So uh, where do you stand on Cooper Webb, Dan? Minus one. Yeah, I'm out on it. I, need I to am get too. A more out of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm out too. JT Cooper does, Webb. I'm out. Lorenzo. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> does Lorenzo what? beat Nichols? No. Yes. Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, so this should be good. You just said it's your favorite rider. <laughs> well, who is? Lorenzo. Lorenzo's not my favorite rider. That's exactly what you said. He is your favorite rider. Because he said it's an honor to meet you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I did say that. No. he. Yeah, he said it was an honor to do an interview with me, Dan. Yeah, and he said you said he's your favorite rider. Yeah, yeah, he's my favorite rider. He's actually a, he's a very polite, he's, nice guy. Yeah, no, he is. But, um... All right, Dan. Well, let's go. Fifty bucks overall. I'll take fifty bucks on Lorenzo. Okay, I'll take Nichols. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Just overall score. Perfect. I feel right. bad for Nichols because Dan is going to work his magic. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn it! I, I, I might get I might get Nichols to get a spot <laughs> given up to Marquier. He might not even line up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, I, I like Lorenzo, but uh, Nichols is, is a better rider in my opinion. But we'll see. Good job. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this. Um, Jerry Robin, Jerry Robin has signed up. Do you pick Jerry Robin? Nobody picks Jerry Robin. People pick Jerry Robin. He qualifies oh, good. Do not do it, people. Uh, Chase Dowell. You know who's had a couple of poor weekends is Ben Lemay at a twelve. Yeah. Can I interest you in some Ben Lemay, JT? Nah, I don't know what's going on with him, but I need some. I need him to get back on track before I can okay. saddle my wagon up to it. Is this John Short's weekend or no? At a twelve, John Short coming back? John Possibly. Short is back. He is back. Okay, so John Short's a twelve. Uh, how do you feel about that, Dan? Um, I need to see some practice times. I haven't seen him race in a little while, but uh, I like picking John Short outdoors. He doesn't give up. He always charges to the end. He's not someone who's going to probably get you 100 points, but he's usually pretty solid. Uh, one is other it, guy who's racing this weekend that you picked in Colorado, Steve, is Derek Anderson. He, oh, he is. Oh. He is going to race. Uh, he got some time off his day job, I guess. <laughs> he's going to drive to Redbud and race. I'm out so, on Derek Anderson outside of Lakewood, Colorado. 
you know. Like, okay. He did really good for you at Lakewood. Yeah, yeah. It's like what he 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 gave Tim Ferry all he wanted one year. Um, <laughs> that wasn't Derek Anderson. That was some Summers guy. I thought it was Anderson. No, it's Kyle Summers. It was GNCC <laughs> works guy. It was works guy Kyle Summers. <laughs> Um, yes. Justin Hill is uh, hurt his arm. Um, he's he's going to probably race. I've heard he's at two. Can he pull? Off, what if could could Hill go four six five six again? No. Nope. No. Okay. No. The, these four fifty picks are tough. They are, man. They, yeah. They are really tough. He could go uh, six. That, he ain't getting fourth. Is anything wrong with Weston Pike? Do we know anything? Why was he not good? Uh, he fell in the first turn. One moto. Um, and he crashed He's not again. a great sand rider to start with. Yeah. Like pure sand like that. Uh, keep an eye on Merriam. He's, uh, hasn't been as good as he was earlier in the year, but he's, so he's a six. If he was a six and he got you what he was doing at Glen Helen or whatever, he would absolutely kill it. So, uh, Cody Cooper and Dylan Merriam are a couple guys that didn't have great Southwicks. And so their handicaps change, but maybe, you know, we're obviously going to a totally different soil. So you might want to look at those guys. Brandon Leith, a seven after a 10th overall. Where are we at on Brandon Leith? I don't like a seven. I just think the value is gone. I mean, he's a good rider. Yeah. He's been riding great, and that's why he's a seven. But I just, for me, I need more upside than that. Uh, Jacob Hayes coming back? I don't know. I was wondering that. Yeah. Someone else who had a bad Southwick was Brandon Brandon Shear, Shar, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, he's terrible. He'd gotten points every moto until Southwick, and uh, I'm not he sure. Killed if he killed Southwick last year too. Yeah. But uh, for me, I, right now, my team, I really like Bogle, Cody Cooper, and Merriam. Uh, you kind of touch base on both of those guys. They've both finished in the top ten at one of the last three races. Mm-hmm. So for me, at a six and a five, or both of them are six, I think they can pay off. I think they could get 11th or 12th and, and pay off. Uh, all-star-wise, I like Benny Bloss. Dan, what about an all-star? Yeah, I like Weston Pike at a seven. I think he gets top eight overall. Oh, you know um, what? He's podium Redbud before. Overall. Yeah, and that's, that's why I was wondering if something's wrong with him or not. But it's still, even that, when you look at the list of riders, the top eight in points going back to Nicoletti, and then there's a huge gap back to Cody Cooper, who's ninth. So I really think Pike will finish, uh, will get 50 points. Uh, JT, all-star, what do, you, what do you think? Eli Tomac. Really? Yep. I'm all in at a zero. Uh, oh, boy. You give me UI Tomac at a zero at any point this season, I'm in. <laughs> in either class, almost. Really, huh? Okay. Yep. All right, that's risky. That was just a joke because he was listening to the deal. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Barsha's good at Red Bud. He's a two, though. So, yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Bloss. That's six. Ken Rock's in the lead a lap. Not the, bad. The first lap, yeah. not a lap. I think Barsha leads the lap. Yeah, it's a may long. Send it. I may send it's a it. long first lap at uh, at Redbud. All right, give me. You had a you had a few laps last year. I think you had like till halfway. Give me your four right now, JT. Eli Tomac. Um, let's go. Bogle, may God help us all. <laughs> I'm going Bogle too. I really am. Uh, I'll go Marquier. I'll give him another shot, even though he couldn't get out of the top 30. Could not get well, out of 30 not, in the 30s. Did you not hear what I said? What? He's not signed up. He can't get in. No, he'll, yeah, he'll he be did, there. Okay. He, t- he, he tweeted that they won't let him race. He'll be there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jake, he's going to go against all, all reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be there. <laughs> Amy likes money. Okay. 
Um, and let's go John Short. I like John Short. All right. Uh, give me Jake Nichols at that seven all yeah. day long. No. Uh, Jake Nichols, John Short, Justin Bogle, Benny Bloss. Do you know what number he is? 454. On, on a Honda? Yeah. Okay. He's parking with Cody Cooper way in the back. All right. I just needed to text LaCrucio what number he needed to beat. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell him that it was a bet between us. I just told him if you see a number 454 ahead of you, make something happen. Make him. No, make he just needed to know yeah. who they call AMA Damn. and said they're a scratch. You've already, <laughs> you already rat-balled me one time, Dan, about betting against a guy, so please don't do that again. Oh, I, that was years ago, and it was Martina. It didn't count. Okay. It <laughs> didn't count. Uh, okay. So, all right. Uh, JT, your four is Bogle, Short. Uh, Marquier. Marquier. Who's going to be there? And, uh, yep. And, and Tomac. Yeah. And Tomac. Yeah. All right. You think AMA is going to turn down that 225 bucks? Yeah, right. I don't know, bro. Gets, <laughs> Cindy can't pull some strings? Well, Dan's probably already pulling strings for lots of things right now. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Nichols is FIM, like yeah. uh, <laughs> exception is being analyzed very closely. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, well, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. Just, uh, Brock Tickle, jersey is uh, is up for grabs. Justin Bogle better better do something this weekend, or I don't even want to call JT next week um, on the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, 100% and Pro Taper. And the folks at Fly Racing for making it happen. Dan Truman, Jason Thomas, thanks, boys. See you. Thanks. See you.